Welcome back to the Modern Mastery Podcast, where we help you optimize your human experience by deconstructing focus, one-person businesses, and lifestyle design. This is the Wednesday lifestyle design segment of the podcast with my good friend and business partner, Joey. On this segment, we answer your questions from Twitter, pick apart silly arguments we see on the internet, and discuss how to craft a focused, fulfilling, and high-energy lifestyle. If you are a growth-minded individual that has skills, interests, or passions, have tried to turn them into a source of income but struggle to make it sustainable and predictable, consider joining Modern Mastery HQ, where you can copy and paste our hundreds of processes strategies, and systems into your one-person business while working four hours or less per day. We've packaged up the information from myself, a marketing consultant, and Joey, a performance consultant, into proven processes for starting and growing your business as a coach, freelancer, digital product creator, content creator, or online educator while becoming a laser-focused machine. We offer a seemingly outrageous $50,000 guarantee because we are that confident in our teachings. If you want to build a one-person business, design your perfect lifestyle, and live like you are supposed to, go to join.modernmastery.co slash podcast to get your first month for $5. Or if you want to skip all of the do-it-yourself stuff and join an intensive six-month program that guarantees business and personal success, we also have the Mastery Program. You can apply for the next cohort at join.modernmastery.co slash program. Links to both of those will be in the show notes. And last but not least, I have a few favors to ask that cost a whopping zero dollars. So if you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe or follow. It's one button click away and it helps support the growth of this podcast. Two, leave a rating letting us know what you thought. Three, you can tag us at Modern Mastery on Twitter or at Modern Mastery HQ on Instagram with a link to this episode and some kind words or just some kind words. It always helps. And if you do all three, send us a DM and we have something special for you in return. So without further ado, let's dive right into this episode of the Modern Mastery Podcast. Joey, what's up? We're back on another beautiful Monday morning to record a podcast for Wednesday morning, next Wednesday morning. So welcome, Brother Joey. Welcome, Brother Dan. How is Brother Joey today? Doing good, doing good. Having some uh, interesting stuff going on over the weekend, some of which we'll probably dive into today, but uh, getting closer to that change that I teased the last time that we talked, so I'm excited for that. Uh, It's looking like it'll probably be done by the next podcast that we have, so excited for everyone to see that, but how are you doing? Damn, I'm excited for that, and yeah, I'm doing good. I... I'm also going to do a change. It's more so I, I can talk about this stuff on the podcast, like because we we talked about this a bit about how like a personal brand is kind of like character creation because it's not like I'm I don't know when people complain about people not being authentic. One, we're being authentic, but it's not like I'm going to dive into the most deep and personal aspects of my life ever, maybe occasionally, but my following doesn't need to know that shit. So one, that that's number one, right? So two, I'm moving away from a less personal brand. And here's my reasoning behind it. I'm going to have a black and white profile picture. I need a designer to do this. That's what I'm searching for right now because I want it to be good and memorable. And it's just going to be a black and white kind of like silhouette of a face, but have some form of meaning in there like geometry or... Uh, like weird shape, but it, it you can tell it like it's a face, right? Kind of like Naval, but not that simple, possibly less simple, but something that is like, because when I see brands with those, it's like, ooh, this guy's kind of mysterious, but I'm not going anonymous, right? Right. So it's going to be like, it's like the whole business concept of you limit access to yourself in terms of 
like money and people paying you. But in this case, it's like limiting access to who sees you. So the people listening to the podcast or looking at it on YouTube or follow me on Instagram, even though I might start like covering my face is like, they'll get more access to that. I don't know how to explain it. I'm going off of personal experience and like how I view those people. And I feel like it could be an authority booster because it's Mm -hmm. like Naval, like Naval is famous in a sense, but his authority partially comes from like just hiding his face and being very wise and knowledgeable. And then when he does show his face, that gets a lot of traction because it's, it's so rare, right? So that's kind of the thought process. And I just like the look of it. It matches the branding and it'd feel cool. And it, mm-hmm. like, I've come back, like, the my brand is slowly meshing from, like, what I originally wanted it to be, which was, like, very creative, um, black and white, kind of, like, hipster, even though I'm not really hipster at all. But, like, black, like, when you think of a creative, you think of them, like, in a, like, they wear black, they are in a fancy room or something like that. Like, that's the visualization I'm trying to go for there. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, the message is becoming more and more refined and much better. But aside from that, just been working on MMHQ. We have a new guarantee. We have four new courses in there, a fifth one for Black Friday, but that's going to be over by the time this podcast comes out. The price is going to be increased, so so sorry if you didn't get in. But podcast listeners get their first month for five bucks. With the new link join.modernmastery.co slash podcast in the description. So, Brother Joey, we are here to talk about the holidays. We've been on a kick recently, right? We've been talking about goals. We've been talking about alcohol on the last one, getting into flow. We're both on that mission of like, we want to feel good at all times of the day. And both you and I, like, we've been goal-oriented for a while. And I think everyone that is goal oriented or growth minded kind of dreads the holidays. (laughs) Like they like going home and seeing family and other things, but there's, there's pains that come along with that, man. It's like, you're, you're so used to your routine, especially if you don't live with your parents. I'm sure there's some like 18 to 20 year olds that live at home or something. So you can't really escape it, but the people that have moved out and, are like have crafted their own routines are used to their own daily schedule and all of that fun stuff that comes with adulthood. It's like, okay, now we have to go and live somewhat on our relative schedule. Uh, We have to eat the food that they cook. We may not have gym access. We don't have all the luxuries and things that we're used to when we're at home. Mm -hmm. Right. So let's start it off, Joey. Where are we where are we starting with this? Because there's so much that we could start with. So, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the biggest challenge is other people. You know, as you said, we've talked about a lot of important things lately. And one of the big things that we've mentioned is how social situations and obligations and desires can pull us away from the things that we want for our future, the actions that we need to take now. And the holidays are probably the most challenging time of year for that because we feel obligated to see our family and see our friends, especially if there's people that we haven't seen for a long time. So we feel obligated to go to events that maybe we don't really want to. I kind of had that happen with something over the, the past weekend. But... So there's a couple challenges that arise from that, one of which being you, you know, like you said, you won't be able to have access to the food that you typically eat. You're kind of eating the same stuff that everyone else, like whatever, you know, family or friends make. And, you know, one thing that we talked about before is the bad ingredients that are in a lot of foods and... You know, a lot of us are trying to avoid those, cut back on sugar and uh, PUFAs and bad oils, 
things like that. And you can't really avoid that stuff exactly when you're eating at somebody else's place unless you just don't really eat, which I guess is an option if you don't mind being the odd person out. You could bring your own food if you want to. But there's that, and then there's always this assumption that people are going to drink a lot, they're going to eat a lot, and just generally relax or be lazy and just not really do anything. Another challenge is, and we can dive deeper into each of these, but another challenge is stress that arises from these situations, specifically the people. So I have an extremely small family. My family is basically just me and my mom and our cats. But I've heard from other people who have bigger families that the holidays are a challenging time because of differences in, you know, opinions, political beliefs, religious beliefs, all this other stuff. And that can cause some awkward discussions around the dinner table, especially when um, your uncle starts diving deeper into that bottle of wine. Some stuff comes out and there's some awkward exchanges, which I have one of those last night as well. So uh, there's a lot of stress that can come from that. And because of how we're wired as human beings, when we have that kind of social stress with our close friends or family, that really bothers us. And that can be really distracting when we're trying to maintain some semblance of productivity over the holidays and keep getting work done. Yeah. No, I experience this all the time. Like when I go home, my dad may listen to this, <laughs> but, uh, like it's difficult because it's like the, the topic of conversation is always politics. Mm -hmm. It's either politics, what's on the news or something else that just doesn't fucking matter and is a complete waste of time to focus on like all the time. It, it doesn't really make sense. And then everyone gets heated. The, People start arguing, everyone starts yelling, and it's just not a fun time at all. Yep. So, Dad, if you're listening to this, let's make it better this year. <laughs> but, uh, <coughs> no, we can start. Uh, one thing, did you mention the Black Friday? No, I didn't get to that yet. Okay, Let, let's start there because that's the first thing that's coming up. And we have a special for MMHQ. But okay. for everything aside from MMHQ... Be very mindful of where you're spending your money. Because one, like I could be the guy that's like, oh, you could have spent your your Black Friday money on index funds and like other stocks that'll be worth $1,000 in the future. I'm not going to tell you that, but I am saying that your money can go to better places related to your goals. And you may be just buying things because they're on sale right? Like, do you actually need this? Is it actually going to help you with something? If so, great. If you've been waiting to buy something like the Remarkable 2, the little like digital notepad, I actually should have waited for Black Friday. But that thing is sick, man. I love that thing. It, it eliminates the need for all physical pen and paper, but it's still like there's no blue light. It still maintains like the physical writing. It feels like paper. You can switch between markers. It's sick. I really like it. Uh, sponsor me but aside from the point that's the thing is like money is extremely valuable it, it's extremely valuable i don't it doesn't matter if bitcoin's going to change the world like your money being put in the right places can make you more money and it should be very intentional and there's a fine balance there we're not a finance we're not a finance thing at all i'm very bad at finance i waste my money all the time but i also spend my money on things that will make me more money and result in business growth. That's like my favorite kind of investment is like if you're struggling to land clients or grow on social media or something else, but you're spending $100 every weekend going out to the bars, why not save $400 from not going out those weekends, spend it on social media growth, and then boom, you I don't know how much $400 can go, but you can gain a good amount of followers and you can make a good amount of money back from that. You're building a digital asset with that. You're opening up room for potential clients. You're building 
distribution for your products that you eventually create. Your content is doing better. It's a very wise investment. And I would actually put that first. If you're not, if you don't already have cash flow, like the first thing that comes into play should be traffic and building distribution for your products and services on social media and learning how to write good content and building a good one person business slash brand, a personal brand. So that that's my opinion on all of that, because that that has gone so far for me. It's like people. It's not like I do it all the time or like that's what everything is built on. It wouldn't work if I didn't have good content, good products or good services. You can't sell a shitty offer, but Mm -hmm. like that's where a lot of my money went. And it's like, okay, how do I get past this road bump of a hundred followers? Because no one's going to trust or follow you when you're at a hundred followers, write good content, pay for growth get to a thousand, 2000, and then things take up from there. And it's all about consistency. And that's how people get big. And I mean, you can do it without that. It's just very time consuming. Like if you have a job, if you have a high paying job, and you are not investing in to grow your business, like 10 times faster than just spending an hour at night doing it. Like, there's barely any logic there. Unless those like people, some people are unaware that you can do that. But just it's a huge way. Like when I had my first product and here's what I did, right? I had my first product that was based around freelancing with web design. I hit up, uh, one, I connected with these people. I DM them and made friends with them. But then I was like, Hey, do you offer retweets? And I paid them for retweets. And I went against the common advice of like, Oh, you need to launch when you're at like 10 K followers. I launched when I was at 500 followers and was barely gaining anything. I launched, I paid tech accounts for retweets because developers have the skill and want to learn how to freelance. I started getting developers as followers. And when I promoted my course, they bought instantly because I understood marketing and all of that stuff. And I was making three to 5k a month at 500 followers. I was spending money to make money, but it's the same fucking shit. Like great investment all around. If you are only investing like a hundred, five hundred dollars into Bitcoin at a at a time, in my opinion, you are wasting that money, or you are limiting the potential of that money. Right? Highest leverage. Where can I put this money that results in the highest leverage? That's where I think your money should go. Be very mindful of Black Friday. Maybe you can ask someone. Hey, do you have a <laughs> do you have a deal on? Uh, paid growth for Black Friday. <laughs> I don't think anyone would because it's like, it's very touchy. You're, if your content isn't good, they're not going to retweet you because they have standards for their own brand. Right. So that comes first. Get actually, become good at your skill and then start doing it. Yeah. But yes. Okay. So food and alcohol. Big one especially for my fitness bros. Everyone is on the fitness game. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I've become more and more mindful of this recently. We've talked about it in the past podcast where I would go into a cutting phase. I'd be in that cutting mindset. I'd lose weight really quick. My cutting phase right now is actually insane. Like, I have to eat more calories just because I'm losing weight too quick. It's it's kind of sick. But the, the thing about it is, like, I would go into a cutting phase previously weight loss phase and I would do really well and I'd be all on my shit everywhere because I was goal oriented and I had something to work towards and focus on. But then at the end of that, it's like, okay, yeah, I'll reverse diet out. Um, I'll increase my calories slowly, but then it's like, oh no, I'm, I'm trying to gain weight now. And I just eat whatever's in sight. I don't, I don't retain some form of fitness mindset. So if you like have goals right now and then you make the excuse oh it's a holiday i can eat whatever i want and then you eat 10,000 extra calories over the weekend it's kind of a problem that's like how many 35 3 pounds so if you're losing a pound a week you you set yourself back 3 weeks your cut is going to extend 3 weeks because of that weekend you fucked up on so be mindful of that. You have to navigate your way around it. You have to pick the right foods. Still, 
here's another problem, man. I could talk about health all day. I love this shit. But everyone sucks at getting in protein. They fucking suck at it. It's like they're, people are so used to the Western diet of like, I'm going to eat a shit ton of carbs. I'm going to have a shit ton of butter on this. And then I'm going to have a little piece of like chicken or steak. And it's like, no, if you aren't at your fitness goals that do not like quote me on this, but this is a good metric. I would say 60 to 70% of your plate should be protein, animal product protein. And that will change like your life for the better because one, you'll be more satiated Two, you'll have more energy because you're eating more protein. You're actually hitting requirements. You're going to recover better. Like if you haven't tracked the amount of protein you're eating, I bet you're eating maybe 25% of what you're supposed to. And that is the biggest metric in terms of satiety. So feeling full and actually satisfied with what you're eating and other things. So Thanksgiving and um, Christmas are actually good for this because it's usually based around a meat plate, right? Mm -hmm. Load the fuck up on turkey. Don't go into the like super fatty options or like for for every one for let's say for every one serving of any of the sides you should have like three servings of the turkey and i'm saying three because that's pretty high and most people won't do that but at least just load up on the turkey or the ham or whatever it is you're eating that's protein based load up on that and that will help you a lot more double points if you actually like that protein style but oh man i could talk all day about this everyone's taste buds are fucked man it's like okay yeah i'm not gonna eat this turkey because it tastes bad it's like who cares like it's five seconds i eat raw liver every morning and i do not care how it tastes because it makes me feel fucking amazing and it like goes towards my fitness goals i feel good for long term rather than for five seconds and then have a crash and feel like shit and get all in my head and let that spiral. Like you can see where the problem here is, is like you're so used to hyper palatable, hyper sugary foods and all of these carbs, carbs aren't bad, but all of this shit that just destroys your palate and like what you're willing to eat. The thing that pisses me off the most, people that don't like water are like, are you, are you kidding me? You don't like the only thing you should be drinking, really, aside from other products, but like on a consistent basis, you don't like the taste of water. It tastes like nothing. Like you're so used to this soda and other stuff that you just don't like water. That doesn't make sense. Yep. Like snap the fuck out of it. <laughs> I don't know how to put it aside from that. I could keep going. Joey, do you have anything to say about that before I get more heated? It doesn't doesn't mean that you have to be perfect it just means that you have to be mindful i mean so many people just use the five weeks of thanksgiving christmas and new year's as a time to just cut loose and binge like oh i'm just gonna have fun and do what i want and eat what i want and you know i'll i'll work it off later i'll catch up later but again these bad really bad decisions like eating thousands of calories in a day that can undo a week or multiple weeks of progress right it's just basic math essentially and the thing is if you consistently eat bad food you're just going to want to eat more bad food good stuff isn't going to taste good to you if you consist it's other ways true as well if you consistently eat better food then you're going to want to eat more good stuff and the bad stuff is going to make you feel bad i've had multiple friends who used to be addicted to soda and sweet tea which is a southern american thing but they decided to quit drinking soda and sweet tea they felt a lot better they lost a lot of weight and then when they would go drink a sugary soda or sweet tea, it made them feel gross because they're just simply not used to that much sugar. So be careful um, when you go to eat this, this stuff. Like turkey's good for you, ham's good for you, but then all the sides. And there's always a lot of bread and desserts and hmm. all this other garbage. And a lot of 
the non-meat things are very high carb. And so what happens is you eat a lot of food and then you're tired and you don't feel like doing anything else. And then you may board eat or stress eat or just eat because it's there and you like it. And then you wind up eating five, seven, 10,000 calories in a day and you feel like garbage. And then maybe you are hung over the next day and you don't go to the gym or you don't exercise at all and you're stressed and you're behind on work. And then it just compounds from there. Whereas if you enjoyed in moderation each day and you were attentional and mindful about it, then you wouldn't feel as bad and you would be feeling more control over the situation. So you would keep making better decisions. Yep. The thing that comes to mind when you say that is snacking because mm -hmm. there's just appetizers laid out everywhere, yep. right? It's like there's bread rolls. Okay. So every time I pass by that, I'm going to get a bread roll every time. I pass by the whatever the like 10 cans of like walnuts and all that other stuff, which is extremely high calorie. Yeah. You grab a handful and you start eating them. Oh, what about the chocolates? What about all that other stuff? It adds up really quick. Like you're not only eating dinner there and a lot of people, especially people that are trying to lose weight or just don't exercise or other things your calorie like your caloric intake for the day is i'm assuming between like 1600 and 2500 and i guarantee you can go above that by just eating the snacks like especially if you drink you drink you have a feel like you have a few drinks you're feeling good you like stop caring right and then you just grab like snacks all the time you're going to that's your entire like what you should eat in an entire day just from like not even the meal and considering what you ate for breakfast, lunch and other things, it really adds up, man. So again, be mindful. Like I'm not telling you to not enjoy yourself. If not indulging in certain things makes you feel like you're not indulging or enjoying yourself, I would encourage you to reflect on that and change your definition of enjoyment and what actually gives you that enjoyment because like this may sound weird but I find enjoyment in not partaking in them it's like I'm not going to fuck up my goals like I'm going to stay on this so I can see the progress that I've been trying to make for the past three months and I'm not going to screw it up for one little handful of nuts or a drink or something else. And now, of course, you can enjoy yourself and take this time off, but it's a very difficult thing to navigate, right? And it, it even goes beyond like what we talked about in the last episode on alcohol about how like every day is a drinking day. It's like, oh, you can find an excuse to drink. Like whatever social situation you go to, there's probably going to be someone having a drink there. In this case, it's like, yes, allow yourself to drink, but also take into account what other things have gone on in the past week or so. Because one thing that I wrote in my book, like a line, is like you you slowly deposit like fat on your belly and it's unnoticeable. You wake up, you don't notice the difference. The next day you wake up, you don't notice the difference. Three months, you wake up, and there's 10 pounds difference. And then if you don't get a hold on these things, a year later, you wake up and there's a 50 pound difference, right? So it's it's very, that's that's why the instant gratification thing is so whatever, because the from the point that you get, whether it's good or bad, like big negative changes take about the same time as big positive changes, but you don't notice them at first, right? And there's there's like a trade-off there. It's like doing something negative or like pleasurable right now is instant and it makes you feel mm -hmm. good. But then down the road, it's like, wow, I dug myself into a hole. And then if you are trying to do something good, it may be painful if you don't really enjoy it. It may be like cause some kind of suffering or like just distaste. It's like, I'm not used to this. I like, I wish I had something instantly pleasurable right now to fix this. 
But then down the road, if you stick with that, it's like, wow, I feel fucking amazing. I Mm -hmm. am nowhere near this hole anymore. Like I'm making insane progress. And that feels great. So something to think about. Because the, the, the problem here, I don't see it being like drinking or eating a lot on the holidays. But one, I would, hmm, maybe this is a connection. Everyone is like, oh yeah, I want uh, to set New Year's resolutions and maybe they start, but nobody follows through because they dug themselves so deep into a hole over the holidays that it's near impossible to do that. And then when it becomes so painful and they try to flip it around, come summer, it's like, oh, I need my summer body. So they actually get on it for a bit. And they start seeing progress, and then the holidays start coming around. Things get busy. Uh, They start ordering Uber Eats more, and then the holidays hit, and that's, like, the catalyst, like, to just go straight downhill. Mm -hmm. So that's the main thing is, one, being aware of that. That that, that can happen. So you won't let that three, four, five-day holiday week or weekend turn into a year, two years, three years, an entire lifetime of mediocrity, to say it in the simplest terms. Yeah, so the people who uh, aren't watching this on YouTube and are listening on Spotify or whatever platform probably don't know that I was sadly nodding while you were saying some of that because I went through a lot of that myself. So... I keep referencing this story over and over, but right after I graduated college, I went through this period where, you know, I ate a lot and drank too much and I regained a lot of weight. The excuse when I first, you know, started my career and moved into my, at the time, new apartment was, well, it's just for now, you know, it's convenient. Like I'll eat food at the cafeteria at the the campus of the place that I worked at. And it's just for now, you know, it's, something I'll start eating healthier again later and it seemed harmless at the time but quickly gained a lot of weight from that and it's incredibly disappointing when you suddenly realize and it usually is a sudden realization but you suddenly realize holy shit like this is compounded and you may not even realize how it happened but you just realize one day that you've dug yourself into a hole and now you have to put time into reversing that. So it it just costs you a ton of time and effort. And the one thing that stood out to me that really frustrated me about that was not long before I graduated, about two months before I graduated, I ran a half marathon and I was kind of proud of that. Um, I had planned on doing a marathon a few months later, but I didn't. That was partially due to COVID starting up, but I got to the point because of me eating and drinking where I gained so much weight that I returned to a place where I was afraid to go run because of my knees. I didn't want to fuck my knees up. And that was so incredibly depressing because I put so much effort and trial and error and time into losing weight and keeping it off gradually over time. And I was so close to my goal weight. And I undid all, like most of that progress, not all of it, but I undid so much of that progress because I just wasn't being mindful of what I was doing and vigilant about my day to day choices. So then it, that led to a year long battle basically of getting that weight back off. Whereas that would have never happened if I had just been intentional and mindful really the whole time. Mm. That's it's rough man because like your mindset shifts with it too like once you get started in it you just stop like paying attention to those kinds of things because mm-hmm. the same thing happened to me like I didn't bounce super far up because like I've been training most of my life right but then there's been periods where it's like oh I, like I'm not interested in fitness anymore it was it was like a weird time man it's like i'm not interested in this anymore and so i'd wake up grab my mcdonald's (laughs) start editing all this other shit and then it it would hit the point where i'm like okay yeah i'm kind of tired of this now and then like the cycle continued with that so 
that's why we're doing these podcasts, eh? Is to just remind people. So uh, that's that's food, that's alcohol, what it can turn into. And the next thing is the gym, yep. right? So a, a lot of people may not have the luxury of being able to actually go to the gym there because like a weekend pass is as much as a monthly membership, possibly even more. Um, like if the, the same gym that you go to isn't there and you can't go and visit it or like the gym just isn't a possibility, right? So you have to do something. And I would encourage the lifters out there because I've started running recently. I had a stigma against running for the longest time and sprinting or whatever it is. And it's like, oh, it sucks. Like you're going to be tired the whole time. You're, it's just going to be a sucky time. I'm going to lose all my gains because I'm running. It's just not the case. It's like, okay, if you can't hit the gym, at least do something, go on a mile run, uh, do some sprints in the morning, like set your day off right. So you make better decisions, decisions later in the day, right? That's one thing. It's one reason I eat the raw liver in the morning is because it's not the best thing in the world, but at the same time, it's like, okay, yeah, I ate raw liver in the morning. I can do fucking anything today. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that simple. It's like bite or eat the frog early in the day. Do what you got to do. Go do some push-ups and pull-ups at the park. Uh, do some lunges. Just do something, even if it's not remotely similar to your normal training plan. And this fucks like bodybuilders up the most or the people that are like doing bodybuilding training styles is because everything else seems so foreign to them or they think it's just going to set them off track. Like, oh, doing lunges in the park is going to ruin my squat or it's just not worth doing lunges in the park because I'm not going to gain muscle. And that's not the purpose of doing it. It's just to maintain that discipline, get some form of activity in during the day, increase your cardiovascular load and do something good, like stay healthy. And especially like get in the mindset of like, I'm staying fit. I'm not just going to turn into a, a, a sack of shit this weekend on <laughs> like brutal terms. But that's the main thing. Do what you can do it in the morning or just make sure it gets done. Write it down everywhere. Yeah. A good example for my side, um, for those who don't know, I do a, uh, a thing where I record a video every single day and upload it. Social media, I used to do it on Twitter, and then at day 500, I switched it over to Instagram. And lately, there I mean, off and on, but there for a while, um, I started having a problem where I just would forget to do it until later in the day. And I there, there's been a few times lately where I've done it at dark where you can like barely see me in the video and that's because i would just you know put it off and forget to do it and then have to like scramble to do it at the end of the day because that's just one of my non-negotiable things that i do every day i haven't missed a day yet came close but you know that's it's just like a little tiny thing that's easy to just let slide and forget and then if you're not careful then you fall off that day and speaking from experience, you know, when you have a streak going with something and you miss one day, your mind suddenly shifts to, okay, well, you know, the streak's broken. That sucks. But, you know, I, I want to build up another streak. I want to start over day one. But I'm just going to, like, enjoy myself for right now. I've done this with food. I've done this with alcohol. I've done this with other things. Um Music, I started learning music again last week, and I've had countless false starts with that where I would, like, have a few good days and then, like, break the streak, and then I'm like, well, you know, I'll get back to it and then never get back to it or wouldn't get back to it for months. Um, so that's another danger of, like, the holidays is because it's not just one day where things are more challenging and you know, one off day, it could be multiple off days. Like it's, it's so common for people to say, well, you know, it's the holidays. Like I'm going to relax and hang out with my family and friends and I'm going to enjoy the food and I'm going to give myself this and I'm going to get back on it next week. And like, you know, the, the time in between the holidays, I'll get, I'll, I'll eat right. And I'll just focus all my um, enjoyment on the actual holiday days. 
but that rarely ever happens because things like that rarely go the way that we plan them out. Like we can have these good intentions, but they rarely ever actually go that way. So it's extremely important, as we've been saying, to be intentional, write out a battle plan for your holidays. And that may sound crazy or like too much, but this is just something that you have to do. Like you have to be intentional and be clear about what you're going to do, what you're not going to do. It's probably easier in this case to, you know, write down some things that you're not going to do, like binge drink or have four plates of Thanksgiving food or whatever, you know, but the more intentional you are, the better off you're going to be. Yep. I agree wholeheartedly with you there. So the next thing, one of my least favorite topics is arguing with friends and family Mm -hmm. because, oh man, it's like, it's so difficult because you're used to these people or at least hanging around people or talking to people online that have your same point of view in a sense where like you surround yourself with people that don't really argue unless you're an internet troll and you get like gratification off of that. I don't, I don't know, something like that. But when you go home, it's like, I would argue that most people's family aren't, they don't have the same mindset they do, especially if they're listening to this podcast. So the the brutally simple thing here is one, to be intentional, as Joey said, with the other things. And two, just be aware of like you getting triggered and getting into arguments with these people like you can opt out of the arguments and just try to make it a better time without being a dick about it right so the main thing one just take some deep breaths like go on a walk if you have to because it could get very heated for some people uh if this isn't a problem that's awesome but what would you say about that joey yeah i had a situation last night with one of my friends who i mean this person is addicted to the news and especially TikTok. Um, they just spend way too much time almost every day consuming the news and especially talking points and headlines and the opinions and spins from others. And they're very strong personality, so they'll just, you know, talk like nonstop as long as you let them. And they, they made a sweeping generalization that hit close to home because one of my friends is in that uh, group that they took shots at, right? They used to mention a very popular hateful slogan. And I decided to stand up to that and tell them like, Hey, like one of my best friends is that like, that's not okay. And it got super awkward. And like two minutes later, that those two were like, yeah, I think it's time for you know us to get stuff put away and get to bed. And I was like, okay, cool. So I don't know where that left off. But my point is, I don't have to worry about them listening to this podcast because they're not that kind of people. Um, the point is, you're going to have these situations and you have to make a judgment call whether it's worth standing up for someone else like I did. Or I'm much more likely to stand up for someone else than I am myself or my own opinions just because I don't really care if you insult me. I insult myself all the time. Um, But you have to make the judgment call whether it's worth speaking up and saying something or just letting it slide, right? Like, did it really make a difference that I said anything? Probably not. They're just going to, they probably don't even remember it. They're just going to rant about something else next time. It doesn't really matter. But just be warned that if you do speak up and say something, then that can cause kind of like start causing cracks in that relationship or friendship or whatever and could turn into something else. So it's up to you whether that's worth the risk. It's all contextual, really. I mean, you could just be quiet and let it slide. But then that brings up the question of if you are spending time with people who you don't align with, like if they have vastly different opinions and beliefs than you and 
there's tension there. Are they really your friends? Or are they like relationships that you should continue to nurture? Or is it time for you to consider, you know, slow fading out from those people and finding some people who align better with you? Because it's never been easier to meet new people. Like, especially now that, you know, people are getting back out again and they're doing more stuff. You can easily meet people. I randomly found a, a board game group on Reddit the other day here in Atlanta. And I went and met some new people. I'll probably go back this week. I don't know. But when you start looking for these social opportunities, then you can kind of start playing the numbers and find some people that you vibe with better. So I know I'm going a little bit off topic there, but in the past, whenever I considered like, oh man, like, I don't know if I really like these people anymore, you know, like maybe, maybe I need to find some other, find some new friends. Then something inside of me, like my tribal monkey brain was like, no, like got to stick with these people. Like these are your people. But it doesn't have to be that way. So my my point is, if you get into situations over the holidays where you're feeling like, man, like these people really don't make me happy. Like they're really just not aligned with me. Maybe it's time to make a change. Yep. No, that happened recently with me as well. <clears throat> and moving to Texas will kind of solidify that. But that that's mostly in terms of friends because like they most of them are temporary. I think people experience this throughout their entire lives. And then after college, it's like, oh, yeah, these are going to be my friends for life when that may not be the case, mm -hmm. uh, especially for growth oriented. Like it's it's just I don't know. It, it's kind of difficult. Uh, I'm not going to be the person that tweets like, oh, do it broke, do it alone. Like, <laughs> like the path to entrepreneurship is lonely that it, it, it kind of is, but it, it, it doesn't matter because you enjoy it more. I don't know. Those those tweets kind of seem kind of like, oh, this sucks, but it really doesn't. Yeah, I so, think a lot of people paint a bleak picture of entrepreneurship. I think it's kind of like personal responsibility porn or something like that. I'm not I'm not really sure what that's all about, but it doesn't have to be lonely. You just have to put in the effort to find people who align with your values. Like we keep talking, the big theme that we keep going back to over and over is getting clear on what you want and then making sure that your actions and your allies, to make it platitude align with that and start phasing out whatever isn't aligned because that's just noise. Yep. No, I completely agree. It's the one other thing, like especially with family, or friends is like, you're not going to change their opinion. Mm. Right. So my, like I am a big proponent of personal responsibility. And this is one of the things where this, I feel like this comes into play and it comes into play in all situations, like whether it be like growing on social media or whatever you're doing is like, you're not going to change people's opinions. The only thing you can do is one, either speak your message on social media as one example or you just lead by example and the people that want to follow will follow. That's the most impactful thing I've realized. Like my roommate has completely turned his fucking life around yep. because like, yeah, he's my roommate. So I give him shit. And like when we're at the grocery store, I'm like, oh, you're getting that. And it's a joke. We laugh about it. But overall, the thing that's made the biggest change is like me saying no to specific things and like showing like do something else instead. It's like he started running with me because I just went on runs. And he's like, can I go on this run with you? And it's like, yeah, for sure. Like I never pushed him to do that before. Similar with the gym, although I do push him to go to the gym now. But other things, it's like just do what you're supposed to do. And the people like law of attraction, whatever, <laughs> you can attract the right people into your life that way. But you can also go the route of reaching out to people and like making those friends that are more aligned with who you want to become because that will accelerate that. But overall, it's like when you're with family over the holidays or you're uh, with friends or whatever, it's like you're, you're not like arguments aren't going to change anything. The only thing you can do really, in my opinion, is to better yourself, do what you know you're supposed to do. And the people that want to follow will follow. And 
like the people that are curious they'll ask you about it and that's when you like speak your opinion on it but other than that it's like one it's their opinions not yours nothing to really get triggered over there just stay mindful stay aware of what's going on in your own head and navigate your way through it it's all it's all growth it's a test it's all a test with the food with the arguments with everything it's like okay what am i going to do that will improve my future right that's the only thing you can do the people that want to follow you will follow you yeah and if you don't lead yourself then other people will lead you like if you don't figure out and stay true to what you want out of life then you're just going to be victim to what other people want for you basically yeah for sure so we are big planning guys planning prioritizing brain dumping so what should we do well what we need to do is really make a plan i mean (laughs) yeah brain dump write it down yeah i mean i always go back to brain dump it's i kind of laugh every time but writing about something is arguably the best way to process it so a challenge for the listener would be do a brain dump about the upcoming holidays and the potential challenges that you might face so you can think about oh, okay i'm going to be going out of town for these days and i'm going to be with these people there might be this kind of food there this one person drinks a lot this one person's argumentative and just talks about politics all the time um here's the gym workout situation like okay well there's no gym in my chain maybe i could get a one-day pass at another one in the area um, I would have to drive over here to run, get detailed, write all this stuff down so that you're not blindsided by it. Because if you start yeah. thinking about it ahead of time, you're going to be able to make a plan ahead of time. And if you have, if you already have an existing plan, you're much more likely to stick to it and make better decisions. I have found the number one biggest killer in my life over the past several years. I realized this. I had a I had a bit of a suspicion about this, but I've really like clarified it uh, about a week and a half ago. My absolute biggest problem is simply forgetting things, simply not thinking about things, like not remembering to eat more vegetables or eat my beef liver or get up and go for my morning sunlight or go to bed on time or meditate or the consequences of eating more or drinking more or something like that. Like I just simply don't think about it and you have to find ways to remind yourself of these things. My way could be kind of cheesy. I don't really care is I'm actually going to be getting my first tattoo in about eight years on my wrist. And it's going to be my very first logo that I ever hand drew while it was on Adobe Illustrator. It's not really hand, but I, I drew it outline of a brain and it has the word think inside of it simply to remind me to think about things. Now you may not have, you know, you don't necessarily have to go get a tattoo, but if you write out a plan for situations like the holidays and get pretty detailed about it, about the things you are going to do, the things you're not going to do, um, you're going to be much more likely to think about these things. But if you go into it with zero plan, you're basically planning to fail entirely because you're not you're going to be faced with these decisions and the impulses and the temptations and you're not going to have a backup plan. So you're going to be much less likely to consider what you actually should do. So make a plan. Mm. Yep. And it's a, it's a, it's like a a physical practice of awareness. Like writing things down is a physical practice of awareness because one you're getting everything out of your head two it's you're setting it in stone by writing it down it like your brain remembers it better that way and then after that you know what to expect so when you're going into uh when you're leaving home going it's like it's on the top of your mind right it's much easier to be on the top of your mind at that point and it, 
the the more aware you are of things, the less likely they are to bug or throw you off track. And two, you can navigate them much easier and you can have like a plan exactly ahead of time. It's like, okay, if these arguments do arise, what am I going to do? And you already know it's the whole clarity thing. So you're much less likely to get swept up in the arguments. You're much more likely to make better choices, et cetera, et cetera. So brain dump that shit, write it all on paper, use your remarkable or whatever, sponsor me. But no, in general, just, just write it down. And I think that's a solid place to end this. What do you yeah. think? Sounds good to me. I think so as well. That was comprehensive. I think it should help some people. It will help me. I have to go home Thursday. Especially, I have a lot to brain dump about this because running a business, you know, Black Friday shit comes up and got to stay on top of the promotions. Yep. And other things. Speaking of Black Friday, you already missed it. So never mind. Uh, join mmhq before the price goes up again because there's just way too much in there that's our main focus on everything now so it went up to 19 dollars. it's going to go up to 29 pretty soon a uh, couple months at most so just lock it in now like it's if you're actually serious about improving yourself growing your business and you want a community of like-minded people and proven strategies to actually making this work advanced strategies and beginner strategies just join right so with that yeah it the the community aspect of it's absolutely incredible because we've had a lot of people asking some awesome questions lately and this the accountability and guidance that you get from everybody else in the community is just absolutely invaluable yeah and those seven day sprints, man, those are those are proven to be cool. We instead of thirty day challenges, we're trying out seven day sprints. So this week we're doing seven days of threads, which is like a great way to grow on Twitter and just write something long form that you can turn into an email, YouTube script, anything else. It gets you in the habit of writing, one of the top skills you can ever cultivate. And from the last time I checked, like the reminder went out at six. It's nine o'clock right now. There was like 10 to 15 people that had written threads and that like that's kind of insane man like how many people were getting out there start creating start showing their personal experiences building that digital asset so i'm pumped yeah i love that they're doing that it's just, it's just fucking great creating online value creation the only way to go yep really and if anything you learn something new about yourself and you go a different route awesome so Joey, we'll see you in the next one. We have, we're going to be doing weekly Twitter spaces mm -hmm. on Tuesday at 3 MST. I think that's 5 EST. So 5 o'clock EST. Yep. Um, most of the podcast listeners should be able to make that according to the analytics. Uh, it is for MMHQ members. So um, we'll be talking about stuff and they'll be speaking in there. Uh, there will be other big players, I'm sure, that join and add stuff on. But overall, uh, speakers will probably be limited to MMHQ members. So that's another perk because spaces are actually really good for growth as well. Yep. And just authority and having a good time and connecting with people over voice, which is sick. So I'm excited for those two. But yeah. yes, an enough of this shameless promotion for a fucking amazing product. Joey. How dare us. I'll... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you soon uh Sounds listeners good. thank you for listening everyone have a great holiday season and this is out after thanksgiving so have a good christmas and new year's make a plan Deuces. make good decisions see y'all yes bye. bye thank you so much for listening to that episode of the modern mastery podcast i have a few favors to ask you for a whopping zero dollars you can support this podcast by following, rating, and subscribing on whichever platform you are listening on. For an additional $0, you can share this podcast and tag us at Modern Mastery on Twitter or at Modern Mastery HQ on Instagram. This helps the Modern Mastery community grow and allows me to bring you top-tier guests to fuel your hunger for wisdom. It costs $0, but it does cost you your time, and we understand how valuable that can be.
Lastly, if you are trying to build a one-person business as a content creator, coach, freelancer, digital product creator, or online educator, consider joining Modern Mastery HQ that has hundreds of proven processes, strategies, and systems that you can copy and paste into your life and business to become a highly paid, free, and fulfilled individual. Go to join.modernmastery.co slash podcast to get your first month for $5 and gain instant access to four beginner legacy courses, hundreds of trainings and strategies, and a community of growth-minded individuals because quite frankly, your friends and family just don't understand this kind of stuff. With that, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Modern Mastery Podcast, and I'll see you in the next one.